Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a Miracle Made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver-infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle Made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made. Come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fake the Nation, episode 322. Hello, hello. Welcome to Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we pour one out for the queen. I am your host, Nagin Farsad, your top five favorite Iranian-American Muslim podcaster, who is both mystified and accepting of everyone's devotion to the queen. So today, we're going to break down that mystery and talk about her historic reign. We'll also look at what Lindsey Graham and his weird Republican friends are up to, and we'll ask, did everyone stop drinking? And is this trend a trend we're okay with? I'm so excited for today's panel, folks. So first off, you've heard her on the show many times before. She is a regular. And this winter, she has a special coming out on, out on HBO Max, which I'm so excited for. And um, today, as this podcast drops on a Thursday, you can see her in Seattle, and you can see her next week in Portland. And she is the one and only Marcella Arguello. Brr, hey, Marcella. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me back. So excited. Now, for the first time on the show, I get to have on this terrific we did a show together called what i lied to you on the cw and it i it was just maybe one of the it was one of the most fun times i've ever no, had no, taping me, something no me no me no me no me and, 
And you guys, I mean, look, I don't even really need to say anything because it's like everybody already knows who he is. Um, you know, he's just like one of the, of the world's most remarkable fashion designers, but also just a, one of the more hilarious people and very, this is very accurate, the most fabulous person I know. <laughs> it is. And the, really well endowed. I'm telling, that's another <laughs> choice I'm sorry, fact. I, should, I, sorry I, I haven't gotten to that part of the introduction. I, I, no, because right, you right. just made me the most fabulous person in the world. So I just had to like <laughs> add, like who could be that fabulous, Nagin? No one. No, is, it, is there a thing of like, if you're, if you're very, if you're very fabulous, like something else has to suffer. You can't be that <laughs> fabulous. Like you have yeah. to have small genitals yes. if you're that. So maybe that could but be, that's not, yeah. not in my case, but the voice, the voice of this person that's already talking, which is against the rules, by the way, you don't talk oh, before sorry, the introduction. I, so you're already fucked up. Whoa, the show. They're fake the nation uh, with some rules, baby. <laughs> that is the one and only Isaac Mizrahi. Hi, Isaac. Hi. <laughs> um, all right. I think you can catch that episode of what I lie to you. It was so fun and so funny and really just, uh, cracked me up but I don't know how you can see it I think you could see it online as they as the kids say so um let us get into it folks with topic number one last week we all heard the terrible news of the queen's passing she died at 96 years of age and uh she reigned for 70 years which is the longest serving British monarch in history her approval rating was higher than any politician the UK has ever had and on top of that she was beloved by the entire world now before we get into my deeper questions about why all of that is, I wanted to know what was your particular relationship with a phenom that was Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Isaac, you're the type of person that may have even met her. Did you ever meet her? I never met her. I met Diana okay. a couple of times, but I never met well, her. There we and, go. I, and I rue the, like, I wish she could have stayed alive a couple more years so I could have wangled an invitation or a. An or, do, oh, do you have a rule that, like, you'll only meet a monarch when they're 98? <laughs> or above. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, Queen gotcha, Victoria yeah. and I were like this. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, so did you, like, were you one of these people that just had, like, a a kind of fascination with the royal family? Like, what was your what, your relationship with that, the whole phenomenon? I, you know what? I, I, I had a fascination with her, right? The royal, and I'm not really sure why, you know, it's a bunch of, like, scary, who knows, right? Like, Republican, right. racist, I don't know. But I was fascinated with her because... And by the way, like, you know, she had a high approval rating. Come on. Like, how hard was her job? You had to show up, not say yeah. that much. You couldn't, she never really had that, 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 that kind of scandalous an opinion about anything. She, oh, well, that well, was, she was couldn't. so great. She yeah. couldn't. That's what I'm saying. So how hard is that? You know, it's not that hard. But she did it so well. And she was always like, so unflappable. Like, you could not get her to, to, to show any kind of, and I admire that. And here's the thing. Tremendous actor. I guess, or tremendous, like, I don't know what, temperament, like a good temperament, right. you know? Yeah, 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 and yeah, the yeah. jewels, darling, the jewelry. The jewelry and, <laughs> and the, the and, look. And, and also look, because here's the thing, like, it's amazing how kind of dowdy and great it was. It's like, yes, I am the Queen of England, so if I want to be a tiny bit overweight, I can be. And it's fabulous because I have this jewelry. <laughs> right. I have these corgis. I have these castles. It's me. You know what I mean? So uh, style-wise, I've always adored that. Like, I don't care how. You know what I mean? So let's not conflate right. that with, you know, maybe she has 
a Nazi or two as a family member. <laughs> no, let's, let's not conflate that, okay? Please. The style and the Nazis in her past is a whole other, like her uncle who was a Nazi, you know, whatever it is, yeah. I, I, you, you said that, like, how hard could it be to, like, show up and not give an opinion? I want to say what's hard about that is that it sounds incredibly boring, right? Yeah, like, I would just be like, I mean, wow, this 70 years of, like, this really boring job. To me, that's what it sounds if like. If you're like Roseanne Barr, maybe, or something. You know what I mean? Because, right. like, she likes, or, like, um, I'm just trying to right. think of, like, who gives opinions that no one really wants to hear or something. Right, right, right. Like, right, then right, it would be right. a really boring job, okay? But right. for her. Right, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, for her, it worked. Marcella, what was your relationship with the queen? I had zero relationship. I was not into it at all. <laughs> but I will say that my, my, you know, I have an immigrant mother, so I we had all the Princess Diana plates and the things. Oh, and nice. the, You know, yeah. so that was the, that was the only thing, only connection I had. I also just feel like, um, especially the white people uh, over there, they're, they're, I mean, what, what white person doesn't continue to love their racist grandma who's problematic? You know, they're just yes. like, she's from a different generation. We love her. She's crazy. And then it's, yes. and you're just, well, but also, I mean, the argument is also like, well, she's from a different uh, time. Uh, why do, why does she exist when I do? Um, but she, she was an interesting character, an interesting history. I'll, I'll say that. Um, I don't want to get too political. Should I? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, I will. I will say something about that. You know, that royal family in particular is that there. It is not the only small country with a largely insignificant monarchical figurehead, sure. right? Like there are others. Uh, and and before the show, I really truly meant to Google the others. Um, I believe like Japan has one of those. Yeah. I believe Sweden, mm-hmm, maybe Denmark. Sweden. They all have these um, these like monarchs that that exist and have no real power but for whatever reason nobody cares like in america nobody cares about the swedish princess or queen or whatever is reigning over there um uh, but we did care about queen elizabeth i mean you know what i swear to you here's the thing nagin i Mm. i found out over the past like four or five days since she died how many times i refer to the queen of england like not just out loud, but in my brain, I'm like, yeah, the Queen of England would have. I'm not kidding. And a lot of times I go, I'm not kidding. Like so many times I go, yeah, I'm like the Queen of England. Or who do you think I am? The Queen of... And now I go, well, there is no... I swear to God, like a big chunk of my kind of descriptors has just... I am not kidding again. It's true. No, there's like a void Mm. in your vocabulary. A void. A fucking void, And it's really sad. I know. It's sad. You gotta start finding... Gotta start finding replacements. Beyonce, Rihanna. Rihanna, right, you might be right about that. You know, Maybe you got to find a new, it, you got to update it. It's not the King of England because that just doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't like roll. No, it Charles doesn't roll. does not roll off the tongue, darling. Nope. I mean, she was because like if you, especially you, you talked about her style, whatever her face, the haircut, right? The hats. Not oh, the come on. Um, I mean. She was the original kind of meme queen. You know what I yes. mean? Like to be a face <sighs> everywhere. Um, and to be like a meme in every every sense, like you know what, darling, something you're going that happened into, to her. Forget about memes. What about being on the fucking currency of the country? Mm, right. Your face oh, yeah. is on the pound bill. Okay, on the pound, on. which itself, I remember when the first time we went to 
to London, I think I was um, like 19 or something. And I remember feeling like the pound, the physical pound coin was so heavy. Yes, and I just so was like, good. wow, icon, I know, right? this, this coin. It has the queen's fa- face on it. Like, wow. And I it mean, did have a little feel. Now it's um, it's it's not as it's not as worth not as worth as much. No, it's really true. <laughs> and it's, not as, and so it's, gonna, it's about to get ugly. It's about to get very ugly that money. Well, let, Marcella, <laughs> Marcella, let's talk about well, like funny. how shit is about to get ugly because okay, I'm gonna tell you guys a little interaction I had with my friend. So I have a friend who's a bit of a thing in the UK. So I'm not gonna say who she is, but I WhatsApped her. But I knew her from when she was like a dirtbag. So I WhatsApped her and I said, um, how, "How's what's the how you feeling? How's the vibe over there?" And she said, "You know, um, it's a little bit sad, but also we're now completely fucked." Oh, and Charles is a twat. Um, is what she said. And I said, you know, why would you be fucked? So how is Phoebe? I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So so she she wrote, um, we're fucked because, oh, I should do this in a British accent. Uh, We're fucked because like, we're we're a little irrelevant country getting poorer, almost entirely lacking leadership. We've been living through a mad Tory psychodrama for five years now. But at at least we had a little old queen who people seem to like and now she's dead. So that is her assessment. Um, Marcella, do you think they're fucked as my friend, my my nameless friend? I mean, if you're not fucked, are you living in a government-controlled society? You get what I'm saying, (laughs) (laughs) y'all? Is there any winning winning Uh, ever? No, it's really true. There is. No, darling, (laughs) you know what? By the way, we go, right, how many times... Marcella, yeah. Nagin, how many times have you gone like, I'm moving because I can't take it? Like Donald Trump or whatever. I can't take it. I'm right, moving. Right, right. But then well, you go, I, I don't, where are yes. you going to move to? Britain? Hell no. And by the right. way, they're not fucked because the queen died, honey. They're, do- they're fucked because they, they left the, the, the union. That's why they're fucked. Why did they do that? That was stupid. That was gross of them, right? That was racist. Yeah, that, that was, was horrible. Real dumb. Nagin, you need a segment with Isaac coming back that says, that was stupid, and it's just all <laughs> political. <laughs> everything. Everything is stupid. No, I'm not kidding, but there is no alternative because Canada, I love you, but no, I'm not right. doing Canada, okay? No, no. I was thinking Italy, but Italy is such a shit show. What's going, it's like fascism. It's also got kidding. an authoritarian vibe. Yeah, it really Italy. does. Yeah. And in London, it feels a little bit crazy now that they're not in the EU. I just, I mean, in the, um, in, in the, in the, I don't yeah, like it. I just don't so like I, it. So I'm going to, um, Isaac, the uh, history professor, Maya Jasnoff at Harvard, I'm sure a good friend of yours, <laughs> she said, um, this is what she said about it. It's a country that with Brexit dealt a self-inflicted pl- blow in, in part on the basis of certain ideas about what Britain represents, what Britain's role is in the world. And those ideas that Britain's ro- role in the world emanate from its imperial past. Which is to say, Britain is not as fucking hot as it used to be, but Britain hasn't gotten around to accepting that about itself. Like, Brexit was a great idea for a country that had everything going for it. (laughs) Yes, yes. I mean, (laughs) and I remember, like, when I was a kid, I used to be, you know, I used to do these things, like, in Japan with Vivian Westwood or something, right? And she just didn't like Americans, and she would come for Americans and sort of, on panels, like, she would tell me what a piece of shit I was because I was American. (laughs) And and she would look at me. She's like, you people ruined the world. You ruined the world. And I looked at her once and I was like, darling, you started it. We didn't start imperialism. We we learned our shit from you, honey. You are like 2,000 years older than we are. How dare you, you know? 
No, because it's true. But you're right. I mean, we're headed there, but we're not. We have another thousand years till we get to that horrible, wretched place that England is at right now. Which is know? actually the most optimistic thing I think that's been said all year is that we have another thousand place <laughs> before America. we get to the wretched place yes. about America. Yes, if you know that, it's Thank true, you. Darling. That's the headline of this <laughs> podcast. Um, okay. Well, any final thoughts on the Queen? As we wrap up this segment. I just don't want people to conflate the things. Like, you know, like right. just because just because we're Democrats doesn't mean we can't sing the national anthem. You know, because we like the national anthem too. Love you know, it. just because she it. was the queen didn't make her, you know, fill in the blank. Just because she died doesn't mean that some of that shit is gonna have to definitely go away. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, That's what right, I yeah. wanna make sure we say. You know? Okay, and now let's work on filling your vocabulary back up with a substitute for what do you think I am, the queen, L- listeners, <laughs> what should Isaac be saying instead of apparently the queen that he invokes literally constantly in conversation? <laughs> I thought of one, by the way, in our okay. conversation. How about this? Uh, let's hear One it. queen just died recently, okay? Tread tread lightly. Ooh. <laughs> How's that? It's very threatening. Such a threat. Yeah. Such oh, no, a threat. Exactly. Right. It makes, it's, you're like constantly verbally violent is what right. you are. It's very my mother. Know that about you. It's very my mother. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we will continue chatting. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're ready for topic number two. You know, um, 
you know how the GOP like engineered the overturning of Roe v. Wade that one time and it was really horrible? Uh-huh. And they've been trying for like decades and yeah. they finally did it. Okay. Well, um, that uh, overturning Roe v. Wade kind of made abortion a state's issue. But this week, Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, everybody's just best friend, uh, introduced uh. a national abortion ban uh, for abortions after 15 weeks. With 15 weeks, I mean, this is not a bill that like a Schumer-controlled Senate is going to allow come up to a vote or whatever. So, like, you know, part of this is is theater. But but what do you what do you think? Let's just start right there when you heard the news yesterday. I mean, I just find it interesting that, I mean, there was that one clip, I forget who the gentleman was, but he he was like realizing what the, the, the abortion ban, the original one, was actually going to exclude, like, you know, saving women's lives, you know, people who were at risk to die. And it was like yeah. blowing his mind. And it's really, it's it's been eye-opening to just see how dumb these ghouls are. You know, they're not just ghouls, yeah. they're, they're idiots. And so this this has been interesting. I mean, I think you're right. It's performative. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It might not, nothing might not come of it. I mean, women are still going to flee where they need to get their um, safe care. But uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. It's, well, here's what's funny. I mean, so Isaac, I don't know if you re- realize this, but it is supposed to be Lindsey Graham's attempt yes. at providing a lighter and gentler position. I know, for I know. The That's GOP. what people think because th- because now we think that they think they made a mistake or something like SCOTUS made a mistake by by returning right. it and like because no one's going to vote for them like they should have waited till after the midterms sure. or something. Yeah, right, I mean right. that's true, but you know what? I find it really hard to kind of like talk about it glibly or to like opine about it because it's like. It's such an of deeply offensive thing to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so deeply offended by it. And, 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 you know, and it's like, and then Republicans go, oh, why do you politicize everything? Why do you make it? An-? And I'm like, <laughs> why do I, why do I politicize? <laughs> you mean like I politicized a woman's body in 1972 when Roe v. Wade like was, was enacted into law? Excuse me? Like that was the opposite of politicizing something. That was the, that was the freeing up of politics. That sure. was women actually right. owning stuff for a minute, you know? And um, and so everything is always so double standard. I can't stand it. And, you know, and, and God knows, like, by the way, I do love your podcast. Nagin's podcast, right? Like, Faith the Nation. <laughs> she literally sends you, like, a four-page email in advance with, like, 15 <laughs> links of things that maybe you just want to look at these 15 different articles that take 15 minutes each to read before you log on to the podcast at 1.30, right? But no, it's so- um- yeah, it's a seer. It's a, which which is why we mostly only have PhDs on and Isaac <laughs> exactly. Mizrahi. Well, wait a minute, because here's the thing. You know, one of the links, which I don't know about you, but I happen to look at. You know, but the point is, it's like you know, it's just so. It's just you can feel the kind of um, the kind the the way they politicize everything. You know what I mean? You can. Feel, it's like they have these crazy meetings, and then they accuse us of politicizing it. You know what I mean? So it's like. What I don't like around it is all of this kind of crazy conversation about 
There's no conversation that can be had. It's just terrible. And if you're Catholic and you believe that people shouldn't have abortions, just say that, okay? It's not about anything else. It's not about 15 weeks or whatever. It's about evil versus good. And if you want to say that's a political issue, then go right ahead. But it is not a political issue. It is good versus evil. And that's what I'm going to come out and say. I am Roseanne Barr. I am Sandra Bernhardt. Now I'm just saying whatever the fuck I want to say. But right? see, that's but the flip is that from their perspective, it's evil versus good, I know. but they're the good I ones. I mean, right. that's fucked about it. Well, you know? that's what you have to maybe see a little bit. You know, yeah. you have to go like, okay. I mean, the right, the politicization is in fact happening by saying, okay, it's evil except at 15 weeks, right? So then it doesn't right. like it doesn't actually make sense on the on their side. No. Um and by to the be way, like before 15 weeks, it's not evil. What? I but according mean, to Lindsey Graham, so then it's like weird. So then it it it's oddly, you know, it's Oddly not sticking to their guns, even though it is the, also the worst. I, you and, know, I, 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 yeah. and on top of that, darling, it's not, I don't, honestly, you got you to correct me if I'm wrong, because I did look at the 15 articles that you linked to, okay? <laughs> it is never a Democrat that says, hey, stop making this a political issue. It's never a Democrat. It isn't. You right, know? right, right, Democrats right, right, just right. go like, why don't we let women do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies? And then the Republicans go, because you're politicizing something. And you're like, no, we're not. We're just saying, why don't we be good in the world instead of shitty? You know, right, right. That's I mean, all, it's, it's same not thing a political thing with, with Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. How about the thing with Mar-a-Lago? It's like, wait, is that a political thing? He stole all this shit, and now you're saying some ridiculous judge, and now you're making it into a political issue, not us. We just want to get the guy who did that, and if it's truly him, we just want to know. You know what I mean? That's all. It's like again, good versus evil, and you're the one saying that we are politicizing it. You know? I, I think the other interesting part of that good versus evil conversation, too, is that I think the young female Republicans, those voters are really showing that like they're like, no, 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 we're out here fucking and sucking and we need access to abortions like we do need it. <laughs> like we're we'll fucking right. lock the kids up in cages, but we we want access to abortions, <laughs> know, you know, right, like exactly. that. Yes. But that's where they're at. And I think that's what's kind of a uh, moving shit in a way that is probably confusing to the older Republicans, but the younger Republicans are like, well, at least I can stay a Republican if he fucking changes it to 15 weeks, you know? Right. And I think there is this kind of, I like it when you, when you look at these measures that are supposed to make things lighter and gentler for Republicans, but actually seem like way more scary. Right. Um, they, the, you do see a longing with those like younger Republicans of like, whatever happened to Rockefeller Republicans? Guys, I just want to talk about taxes. Like, uh, why do we even have to talk about exactly, this? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it was so easier for Rockefeller. Um, and I also want to point out, and this is just because right after this, I'm going to, I'm going to do a quick shout out on the races to watch. Um, and we, it, uh, Graham, Lindsey Graham said, if we, because this, the other crazy thing about this fucking bill is that it is a huge reversal from just weeks ago when Mitch McConnell said that they would not pursue a nationwide abortion prohibition, that the court's ruling was the court's ruling, leaving it up to the states. They don't need a nationwide ban. Give them an so inch, darling. Was, Give those oh, bitches an inch. I mean, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so then in, and, and Graham even said in June on Fox News, he said the same type of thing. And then yesterday he said, if we take back the House and Senate, I can assure you we'll have a vote on our bill. <laughs> so it's like, he's essentially 
campaigning for Democrats, basic. I mean, with a statement like that. Like, if that statement that they will literally put up a vote on a nationwide abortion man doesn't make you want to vote in the midterms, I don't know what is. I know. That well, it's, should be plastered everywhere. You know, it's like us, I guess, you know, that this is my point. It's, you know, we are trying to make it a federal law that gays, for instance, you can't overturn that, right? Someone, I forgot who was trying to make that happen. And I guess they see that, like your point earlier, Marcella, this idea that like, you know, um, they think we're evil because we right. want gays to be able to be married. So we're trying to do what he's doing, only the opposite, because it's really nice, because it's really nice yeah. to like let gays, why would you be so mean to gays? Why would you be so, not mean to women, so horrible to women? You know what I mean? Evil, and it's, evil you, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because the other thing that's happening right now, which is like, it's so, it's so interesting that both of these things are sort of happening at the same time, is that there's an, a same-sex bill introduced, uh, a, mar- a same-sex marriage bill introduced by Tammy Baldwin, um, the Democrat from Wisconsin, and Susan Collins, the Republican from Maine. And they basically want, because because of what happened in Roe v. Wade and Clarence Thomas saying yeah. that he was look, wanted to like reverse that I stuff, know. Um, or look at it again or whatever, like, there's a real chance that this could get 60 votes. Now, a letter signed by 400 Republicans recently came out supporting it. And the people um, who are supporting it are people like uh, Governor Charlie Baker, um, Mehmet Oz, that uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. candidate, the, can- mm. the Senate candidate in Pennsylvania, except mm. um, for we're voting for John Fetterman, so don't even worry yeah. about it. Uh, Joe O'Day, the Republican Senate nominee in Colorado, the National Association of Manufacturers, a bunch of other GOP luminaries have all come out saying, like, supporting. we support yeah. gay marriage. I know. So why... I mean, Isaac, why is it that all of these Republicans are coming out, um, coming out in favor of gay marriage, um, while at the same time, like toying, like d- doing this uh, national abortion ban? Like you do, you know what I mean? Like these things. How are these things kind of happening? I think together? you know what to quote Marcella for a second. I think I'll go back to fucking and sucking. Right. right. Like <laughs> you said it, baby. You said it. And I think people just can't stand that people are out there having good sex lives or something, you know? I don't know. That's that's again, it's trivializing it. And I feel like weird being glib about it, except like what else are we supposed to do? It's good to talk about this stuff, because the minute you talk about it, right? So I can't I honestly, for the life of me, can't figure it out. I think it must have to must go back to religion. And I don't know. I mean, you know, you didn't send out 15 links to like religious doctrines that I was supposed to study before the uh, before. The, but I think it has to do with for the podcast is taping. But it, I think it must have to do with religion. You know, I have to say my sisters are very, very religious Jews. And and I think they're much more tolerant of gays. Well, they're much more tolerant of gays than they are about abortion. Like, I, I don't even want to know where they stand on abortion. And I don't honestly want to know how they voted. You know, I don't want to know because I know that they're not like Democrats. My mother, this breaks her heart because she is a dyed-in-the-wool. She is not a Hasidic Jew. She was very weirdly lefty when, you know, in her day, she, mm. her, 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 her spiritual father was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. You know, she lived through the depression like this is that person, you know. So it's a weird regression that my sisters, they were really religious. We were sent to yeshiva. They took it really seriously and they took it. So I don't honestly, you know, there are people out there who like it would be really, really um, it would it would it would 
I think it would ruin my family kind of relationship if I brought this up as a subject. Either of those right. things, you know, the gay thing, right. the gay marriage thing. And they're much more liberal about gay marriage because I'm gay. They know I'm gay. They know my husband. They love my husband, you know, <laughs> but they still can't. You know what? They can't have him over to their house because oh. there are kids around and they don't want that idea to be like, you know, and they ask, who's that, you know? And they can't oh. say that's his husband. So the thing is that uh, because you existed in their lives, they're more for gay marriage. So basically you need to get yeah. pregnant and have an abortion <laughs> so that they right. can support <laughs> abortion. <laughs> yes. So they can, and they can also, um, what do they call that when you disown? They can disown mm-hmm. me. Finally. Mm-hmm. We can Finally. disown this bitch. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, let me know. What do you think of these, uh, these bills um, sweeping the Senate? It's all it's just a very interesting time to be alive which Marcella you wanted to say I did I I wanted to ask both of you does it does this like these confusing ass perspectives or beliefs or whatever the fuck uh and and not necessarily with Isaac's siblings but just republic the general republican party do you think that there's like residual side effects of Trump because he just confused everything it seems like oh of course of course of course nothing more nothing more yes absolutely. and because and because trump was you know was pro-choice before and then was like oh i'm not though really you know and among the the 400 people that signed that letter there are trumpy Mm. candidates that signed that like like Mehmet oz for example who have who signed that letter because they're not abortion is not that thing for them right not Mm -hmm. sorry abortion gay marriage is not that thing for them and so it it, he he's he did he confused things because he's not actually like a man of ideals right right? so (laughs) he just like made up some things that he said out loud and then now it and it really confused the policies by the way did you see the cover of the times with all the congress people who like you know had weird questionable dealings on the stock market did you see that this morning yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. so darling it feels like you get a job in congress so that you can be dodgy right so that you can Mm. break the law that's what it Mm. seems like more and more like the senate and congress it seems like they those are plum jobs because then you can break the law and no one can stop you or something, yeah. right? That's why I yeah. became a comedian, so I could expose my genitals in green rooms. <laughs> exactly, and you masturbate know. in front of mm-hmm. people with you impunity. Know. With yes. impunity. That's why, that's why I do comedy. Both, Marcella, that's why I can, me yeah, both. me too. Um, all right. Well, uh, folks, let me know what you think. And before we get mo- move into the next topic, I wanted to quickly do a races to watch, also known as electoral contests to watch. One of our listeners wanted me to talk about uh, Lynette Grable, who's running for Congress in Wyoming. Check her out. She is a Democrat. Obviously, Wyoming is a very red state and it is an uphill battle. So, like, she needs all the support she can get. But please look into Lynette Grable. Um, and another listener is really worried about the Secretary of State race in Michigan. And I'm so sorry I didn't write down the names of these listeners. I don't know what happened. I normally do. So apologies to both of you. But um, this other listener is worried about the Secretary of State race in Michigan, that there's a real Trumpy candidate running on the GOP side who is an election denier, uh, who would then be controlling the elections. That's the fucked up thing. Um, But she's also super weird, like just a weird person who's a community college professor, but also opposes teaching evolution in schools. And I don't know. I've just heard 
heard some weird, like just super weird stuff come out of her mouth. So instead of her, I won't even cloud your memory with her name. Instead of her, you should look at Jocelyn Benson. Jocelyn Benson is the name that should be in your head. Jocelyn Benson is running for Secretary of State in Michigan. All right, let us move on to topic number three. We read a piece in Vogue by Tamar Adler. Asked Wait, that sorry, Nagin. I have to. Yeah, I have to throw a joke in here. Every time Please. you have said races to watch, I keep picturing yeah. like me if, too. If the KKK had a podcast in the 1950s, right. that would be their segment. <laughs> races to watch. Me too. I keep thinking she's saying racists, like R A C I S T S. I'm hearing R A C I S. Me too. It I swear a, to God, it's a, it's been a problem with this I segment for now three years, yeah. and I just have continued. I've just soldiered on. It's like keep your um, eyes on Mel Gibson, darling. <laughs> Keep your eyes on John Galliano. <laughs> Racist to watch. You know, I mean, it's the craziest thing in the world. Uh, oh, all right. Here we go with topic number three. We read a piece in Vogue by Tamara Adler that asks, has everyone stopped drinking? The writer points out that, quote, over the last year, a lot of her friends have stopped drinking, whether for health reasons or to preserve their marriages. And then she points out a bunch of celebrities that have joined in on the sober fun, like Bella Hadid, Kate Moss, Kate Perry. Katy Perry, Naomi Campbell, and Brad Pitt. Uh, and before we like get into her personal experiment, can you tell me if you've noticed this trend? I mean, Isaac, you're a man that that uh, that knows something about trends. So, well, um, let's no, hear I'm a from man, you. darling. I'm a man that also knows something about Vogue, which is that, <laughs> okay. you know, like sixteen people run Vogue, and that's it. Like, and if they, uh-huh. and if they canvass those sixteen people, and they all go like, "Darling, I'm not drinking this week," someone writes an article about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's where they get their information. I'm not kidding. Like, Vogue has a very, very narrow, narrow little tiny perspective. You know, I'm sorry that at 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 the current moment, you know, when I was a kid, it didn't necessarily, or when I was an adult, it didn't necessarily, you know, that incredible art history writers and incredible political contributors. And now it's like, Naomi, are you drinking these days? No, darling, it, 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 it ruins my smile. It makes my teeth not so white. So Naomi stops drinking and then everybody does an article. You know, for me, that's what that's about. <laughs> or it's like Lindsey Graham going, you know, no one's drinking now, are they? Like, I think it's Republicans who are trying to get people to stop drinking or something. That's my take on it. I don't know. <laughs> Marcella, what do you think? I mean, I just think it's funny that anyone would uh, publish like Kate Moss having any kind of addiction or sober <laughs> perspective. Like she's the last person I want to hear about her journey because it's like, girl, you don't get to tell nobody nothing about any of that shit. I think people should drink as they please, smoke as they please. And uh, there has been no trend. I mean, I definitely think the pandemic made everybody drink more. And then people had to do a little reflecting. And well, I think that's the that's the main the crux of the trend. If I were to give this um, this trend any merit, it's that early pandemic behavior was an increase in alcohol sales, and now late pandemic behavior or whatever we are in post pandemic behavior is like, oh shit, I gained a ton of weight, right. and my face looks weird, and I have to drive home. Right, right, right. Like, uh, right. Let's... And by the way, I didn't color my hair, so now I'll. You know what I mean? There's a really Vogue? really. I mean, come on. You know what I will say is because um, uh-huh. uh, I've I've always been a drinker, and I will say and I will admit that as I've gotten older, I've definitely been like 
any, any type of like sobering breaks have been driven by vanity. I will absolutely admit that because, and that's the only reason I've never picked up cigarette smoking because I, when I was a kid, I learned that women would like, I mean, people would age really badly if they smoke cigarettes. And I was like, that's reason enough not to do it. I'm like, I'm so vain. And, um, and I, and, and I, I just feel like people need to have realistic goals to set for themselves. Well, as, as a really old person, darling, I noticed that I'm yeah. drinking so much more now than I ever did in my life. Good. Which I love. I'm not kidding. I have to say, like, as a kid, I used to do, like, other drugs. I, I drank a little, and I did uh-huh. some drugs, and it was really fun. And then drugs, like, I had, like, a sort of an episode, like a hard episode when I was like, okay, that, you can't do that ever again. Sure. So I stopped, right? And slowly but surely, and I'm an insomniac, I don't sleep, so that was always related, and coffee, I can't drink, right? So now, but now, darling, now I just drink. I don't really drink hard liquor. I drink, like, right. you know, a wine, wine spritz or, like, a pussy, right? But, but, see, but, but And I like it. As you get older, too, you know that you can spend a little more money. Like, you're more likely to be like, I'll buy the, like, fancy cocktail, I'll buy, as opposed to buying the cheap pocket shots right. or whatever the fuck you do when you're young, you know? Like, you're like, Maybe. Which, which, by the way, like, I, I, I made the discovery about myself. So I don't really drink because I, I get migraines and whatever, and I mean, you know, technically, people always think I don't drink because I'm Muslim. And I'm like, no, it's actually because of headaches. <laughs> Is it wrong? Because I'm a bad Muslim. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a bad Muslim. So, no, it's not it. Um, no, but I, it, I, I, I often don't drink because of that. But, and then I sort of realized that, like, if I'm, like, doing well, if I've had enough, you know, to – if I've had enough sleep and I'm, I'm kind of, like, not that stressed or whatever, I can have a glass of wine and not get a hangover and not get a headache, Right. But it has to be like a very expensive mm-hmm. glass of wine. That's, what I'm That's the other about. thing I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like there is a difference between the expensive stuff and then the cheap stuff that was like totally making me ill. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Nikki, right, I have a right. follow up question for you from the yeah. last time I was here. Did you ever try okay. ear candling? <gasps> oh my God. We did We did talk about ear candling. No, I didn't. I got scared. Oh. You, you, wait, I know, a second, I know. wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Apparently ear candling is a thing for migraines, Isaac. Oh, Did you know this? no, because I have crazy, crazy ear problems my whole life. Oh. Like I've always got some low grade kind of ear infection mm. or some crazy waxy buildup or some crazy water trapped in my ear. I have three ear doctors, three, okay? I am always, <laughs> I've always got someone looking up into my hole, honey, up into one oh of my, my holes. Oh my God. I'm not kidding so, you. Wow. So I, think I, know. I feel like me and you have this in common because here's the thing with me and I, I get, like I'm not trying to brag here, but I have very, sh- like very short eustachian tubes. Oh, right. And- nice. <laughs> Very tight, very tight ears. She has tight, some tight little ears. (laughs) Yes, you know someone out there has a kink for that. Oh yeah, fucking through the ear hole. Um, I uh. I have my eustachian tubes are like a little fucked up and so they don't drain properly. And so I too have like just weird congestion issues. Water gets trapped, all of that. Well, we have to take this offline for a second because I don't really believe in (laughs) earplugs. I think earplugs make it worse. And I have like a few different opinions to back me up. Earplugs, love. I'm absolutely would love this future and very embarrassing conversation about ear balls that we will have. Well, getting back to the topic, uh, I do want to say that there has been an, a 506% increase in non-alcoholic beverage sales in America. Mm. The non-alcoholic beverage um, beverages make 
make up 10% of Budweiser's parent company sales. Oh, wow. And in 2018, they were doing so much of those sales, they even hired a chief non-alcoholic beverage officer. But, darling, Mm -hmm. but have you read about, because, you know, there are all those evil people out there that know what's coming. You know, we don't know what's coming and they know what's coming. Like Freemasons or something. I don't know who they are. I used to play bridge with this woman and she would come over and like she was evil. I love her, but she was evil. And you'd say like, what should I buy? Because she was a hedge fund stock market. And she'd Uh. say, opioids, like with not even any kind of irony at all, oh, right? So, shit. so No, yes, I'm not going to like buy opioids because, and we were like in 20, you know, oh five, right. buy opioids. Yeah. Right, but so, so, but the point is like those people who you're talking about who like go, oh, it's up, the non-alcoholic beverages. Have you read the thing that now it's like taking a steep decline? The non-alcoholic beverage oh, no. thing? Oh yeah, <laughs> like coming in a month, they're going to, a lot of those stocks apparently are supposed right. to crash. That's what I read somewhere. And it wasn't on one of your links. It was on my own. Ooh. I read that. No kidding. Oh, I see. I see. You should have sent a four-page document yeah. of links <laughs> exactly. for me and Marcella. Um, well, okay. I mean, and and that might be true. I mean, if that's the, because I think I can picture myself spending money on a non-alcoholic beverage out of curiosity, like a novelty, sure. right? Because, the, you know, they <laughs> describe um, some of these wines, right? They describe in this in this article an alcohol-free Eins Y Zero Riesling. And, um, and it tasted and smelled just like Riesling because what they do is they basically take a Riesling and then they boil off the alcohol mm. so that all you're left with is that flavor. Um, and my question for the two of you is, do you like that flavor on its own? Like, is is that a flavor? That's like one thing about like O'Doul's and stuff that, you know, which has been around forever, that's always been kind of confusing to me is like, so do people like that flavor? I've only ever tolerated these flavors so that I could have the part that <laughs> right, makes exactly. you drunk. And also the calories, darling. You've only tolerated no. the calories so you can get high. Come on, right? Exactly. Right? The fuck? I'm not going to drink a drink that make, gives me calories. And all. then I'll just drink apple juice or like orange juice right. or like Kool-Aid. Drink, drink a soda. Grow up. Drink a Kool-Aid, honey. <laughs> drink a Kool-Aid. <laughs> By the way, I mean – the uh, the one thing that I find frustrating about the about marijuana doing marijuanas is um, I did a marijuana yes took a, an amount of marijuana yesterday it was like two puffs of a very stale joint because I have this problem where I buy a joint I'm very enthu- I buy like a little collection of joints I'm very enthusiastic about it at first and I think I'm oh I'm gonna do some joint having and then I don't do them and I forget you know because I'm just I tried being a pothead. I'm not very good at it. Like I, you know, I need to set an alarm to be able to remember to like do the pot. But like I, so last night I had stale joints, but enough that like I had enough of an amount in my system that it made me want to then go eat a bag of potato chips. Mm. And I was like, oh, like you think you're gaming the system with weed, right? Because you're not consuming calories, but then you but then, consume of course, calories. Right. You, you have to, the trick uh, is to have a well-balanced meal before you light up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or that's least, what the FDA, that's in the yes, FDA that's, pyramid. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Or at least pyramid. have enough like sort of, what are those cheese snacks? Those like diet cheese snacks in your refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, moon cheese Moon or cheese or something, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah have yeah, enough yeah. moon cheese in your refrigerator so that if you get 
peckish, you can yeah, you know, yeah. whip and, out and you one can of those. Keep, and yeah, you can exactly. keep keto, you know? Well, yeah. Um, and I, I also wanted to point out, so, so I don't understand like the wine and the beer stuff. I do kind of understand the thrill of having a cocktail that is non-alcoholic because then you're just kind of drinking an interesting juice. Um, that trend seems to be okay with me. What do you think about like the kind of world of cocktails? That one's interesting because a lot of those uh, those cocktails are created to complement that taste of the alcohol. You know, right, like, right, there are right, some right. things, the bitters and the and the just, whatever they put in them. They're meant, the they're, yeah, whatever, they're meant yeah. to complement whatever whiskey, tequila, whatever you're having. So it's a, it's like it's just silly. I just think it's silly. It's just, um, but if that's what it takes for, if you have a drinking problem, I mean, handle it. But I, I'm just like, I, I, drink water, y'all. <laughs> well, better for you, well, anyways. Absolutely. Drink water. I mean, and also, like not not having an alcohol problem myself. I don't know how I would feel about a mocktail. I don't know if mm-hmm. I if I would feel a little bit like I was being, you know, kind duped. of No, not duped, but you know, like talked down to. Like, here's your mocktail. <laughs> Patronizing. Patronized. Yeah, it's like, here's your cocktail, your highness. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like I don't oh, know if the I Queen of that. England is I mean it. You see what I'm saying? It's like, no, you get what I mean. It's like, cause I sometimes it's like, you know, um, I don't know if I like what, um, like a gay play. I don't know if I want to go to a play that's all about gay people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I, like, I remember when I started doing clothes, like I would say like, I don't know if I want a plus department. I don't want to do plus size clothes. I just want my clothes available in all sizes. Like if you're big, they should be in the same department. I don't want to go to a plus size department. I don't want to be looked down upon as someone who gave up and now you're giving me like a mocktail. I'd rather have just some sparkling water. Thank you. Or like a Diet Coke or something, you know, Personally, that's how I feel about it, but I'm not an alcoholic, so. I will say that I was pregnant once and doing a piece about Kansas City for um, like a travel piece for a farm magazine. And I was in, I was deeply pregnant and like in Kansas City, like on my own. And I was going to all these like jazz clubs and bars and I couldn't drink. And I would be like, hey, I'm pregnant. Can you make me? like a cocktail, a mocktail because I still want to like have the experience, right? And it did feel cool to just wield a glass in a particular way with my, you know, with my pinky finger in the air, you know? And you never, and you never said to yourself, hey, Nagin, this is such a fucking charade. What are you doing here, girl? Get a grip. Get a grip because you're not drinking alcohol. Stop acting little high because did you act a little high too? Like after feeling like you're somehow the, oh, right? Because it's somehow, like stop trying to make fetch happen or something remember that no, thing right mean exactly yeah yeah mean mean queen um, of england right here, here there Sorry. it is well, okay well folks let me know where are you are you on this trend are you reversing pandemic behavior that was too <laughs> indulgent where are you i have another point oh yes marcella coming in Sorry, with the points after to, we finish you know because okay, okay, we go i'll tune out when you're doing your little like you fin- your wrap up and oh then nice my brain starts <laughs> pretty going. that you're tuning out i like just during the wrap up because i know what she's doing right, no, this isn't on. my first time doing this podcast okay you have to pay attention because you need to be asked uh, back they have right, me back exactly. okay so Ooh. <laughs> so the the other in my opinion, the benefit of when you're not drinking is how much cheaper the alternatives are. It kind of is insane to think you're going to get a mocktail for fucking $17. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's upsetting. That's upsetting. That's yes, where you've that's lost upsetting. me. 
No, no, true, true, true. Oh, because they're expensive, okay. you mean? The mocktails yeah, because they're not even, their oh. mocktails are basically as expensive as mm-hmm. a cocktail. So that's what sucks. That is some bullshit, um, honey. That's right. what I'm Sorry. saying. It doesn't make any See, this, sense. Isaac, that's why I brought it up, okay? Do you understand? Right. Okay. okay. Well, folks, right. let me know where you're at on on that or anything. And folks, that is the end of the show. Oh, I knew this was going to be a fun one. You guys are just so goddamn delightful and funny. And I would love for the people of Faith Nation to be able to find you and all of the wonderful things that you do. Marcella, where do they find you? You can find me at Marcella Comedy across all social media. Can I just say, Isaac, oh, what a pleasure and an honor to be with you. I think this might be the one and only podcast my mother will listen to because you <laughs> are on. <laughs> it's, it's oh, wow. Who's probably my age, your mother, right? I, I, or- I mean, significantly I'm not, younger than me. Probably, I mean, I, I just, it's mind blowing. No, when I'm you Mar- Marcel is like 62 years old. Yeah. And, and my so, mom's Latina, you know. so she's 55. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Can I tell you something? I think this is the one podcast that my drag daughter will listen to because of you. I'm just kidding. I couldn't. Because I, I don't really, I didn't know where that was going, but I had to use the word daughter in it. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. But yeah, follow me at Marcella Comedy. Um, you guys, please follow me for the love of God. Come to my shows. Isaac, you're a man that does a million things. Where do you want the people of Fake the Nation to be able to follow all of that? Well, you know what? You could follow me on Instagram at I am Isaac Mizrahi. I am Isaac Mizrahi. And or you can follow my website or something. Do anybody follow your website? Do you follow? It's called Hello Isaac. You can go on and I don't know what. Bookmark. Subscribe. Oh, wait, Bookmark subscribe. Bookmark website. and subscribe or something because then we can send you links. Yeah, you'll probably join the Nagin, mailing list. Nagin sends I'm links. assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you join Isaac's mailing list, I will <laughs> send you four pages of research. <laughs> Um, Uh, No, and it's and Isaac. Like by the time I actually went onto his website, because I heard from around the bend that you were doing live shows. Yeah, I do live, and I missed. And you do live shows, and I have had the pleasure of being able to see Isaac Mizrahi perform in front of an audience. You should too. Which it's just. So fun. It's oh, so thank fun. you. So, yeah, well, if you go to my website, there are dates because I just don't know the dates. I like show up. Someone drives me there and I, they go, <laughs> here, this is what we're doing tonight. And I just appear. No, I'm not kidding. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like no, that. No, it makes sense. You don't really, you're a natural. You just, they just need to <laughs> throw you in a situation. Oh. Um, and folks, you know where to find me and all the things that I'm doing. And I am going to be in a bunch of cities around America doing the Way We Don't Tell Me um, stand up tour. You can find out all of that information information at naginfarsad.com uh, where I put my dates because I too do not remember uh, what I am doing uh, and uh, let's see Ooh, I think I'm going to be doing Wait Wait next week if you happen to be in Chicago you want to come out and see the show um, I'll be I'll be there in Chicago otherwise I'm going to be in Ann Arbor, Dallas in Austin and um, oh and don't forget the people who are in the Bay Area I'm going to be in the Battery in, um, in San Francisco. By the way this is where Marcella it. zones out I'm just Say it. Yes, no, I know. I know. Thing, Everyone should zone out. Everyone should zone out, <laughs> except for people who are like, "Oh, I live in those cities." I'm sorry, I couldn't resist that. That was just too easy. I love you so easy. much. I'm you mad. have no idea. <laughs> you get roasted by Isaac Mizrahi. He quoted me uh, saying, "Fucking insane." No, the it's the greatest thing to ever. I love it. Thank no, you for having me. Honey, um. So, anyways. 
Tell me if you want to come to the battery in San Francisco. I've been collecting the names. You know the deal. Okay. So the people that make the show happen are the wonderful producer, Andrew McGuire, our fantastic audio engineer, Stephanie Aguilar, and everyone at HeadCum that makes the show a reality. Hit us up if you want, uh, if you have any segment ideas or, or panelist ideas at fakethenation at headgum.com. And we will be back in your earballs next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.